Hi guys, Jeff again, another therapeutic blog. <clears throat> I hope this uh, blog finds you well, and I hope you are working on yourself. Uh, and yeah, I'm going to refer to um, a, co- a thing that I was, uh, listened to this morning, BK Shivani. Uh, I really do. It sort of gels with me, some of the things she says. Um... Now, she does say you should never, you know, say or think anything bad of other people. Um, You should only send blessings, which is, of course, that's a very good point. Um, And uh, you shouldn't really talk about other people. Uh, And uh, in this blog, I'm guilty of that. Um, And uh, she says that the only thing you take into the next life is your... Sanskas, which is your your things, you know your your um, uh, you know your beliefs uh, and your you know your karma. That's the only thing you take into the next life. Everything else, you don't take anything apart from that. Um, and in in today's one, I, uh, she said that the only, I think it was yesterday, or a few days back, sorry, um, she said um, the, only, the only person that needs to love you, I think it was called, only one person needs to love you. And I thought she was going to say something about somebody, you know, like a, a relationship or uh, a female or something like this or, you know, a relative. Um, in actual fact, I was wrong. She said that the only person that needs to love you is you. And and this is very, very profound, uh, really. Um, because we never, never, ever talk about loving ourselves. Um, and so we go looking for love elsewhere. We go looking for uh, acceptance elsewhere. Uh, and we... Uh, you know, we 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 want to have uh, a reward, or you know, um, some sort of a reward for something. Uh, and actually, she said that you can, uh, the only thing you can do is give. Um, you can't. It's not a good idea to try and take, because most people have their hand out. She says, uh, and not many people give. Um, without getting anything in return. This is quite a profound thing, that giving and not expecting anything in return. Um, So, yeah, very profound what she says. Um, And so, really, I'm, I'm, (laughs) I'm twisting it a bit, but I'm giving these blogs with no expectation of anything in return. Uh, the only thing I do this for is to, uh, you know, let people learn from my experience. That's the main thing I want to do. Um, and, you know, I think you could say, well, your experience is stunted. Um, you know, you've only you've only known one or two girls who got married and everything like this. So that is one argument you could say. But I think it's a deeper thing than that. And 
she said uh, you take your sanskas to the next life and i just wonder this is just an interesting point of i don't know but is it the case that guys are sort of a bit temperament uh, a bit sort of um scared of approaching a girl uh, a little bit uh, wary of a, a girl um and i don't understand why should this be why should a a guy be uh, scared of approaching a girl or uh scared of a girl or, or or not you know not have the confidence to go up to a girl and just a thought just a thought is this something from the previous life that is being carried through that the um, experience from the previous life about females is actually being carried through into the next life. That's a, an interesting thought. Um, and so really, um, what I want to talk about apart from that is um, that uh, I, I mean, I'm going to call this pretty uh, derogatory, but I'm going to call this She's Been Rallied. All right. Um, now, rally. Rallying, rallying a car means driving it hard and, you know, racing it and driving it hard and through the mud uh, and everything to try and win. Um, and then oftentimes the, the females we see today have been rallied um, and you know they may, may have had multiple partners and in some of those relationships she'll have met um, this sort of a masculine type she would have uh, been attracted to a masculine type uh, and she would have been in awe of this masculine type and she would have given her everything, you know, given her body freely for this masculine man. And these these things happen early on, I think. Um, you know, the girl can easily um, attract guys. I mean, she doesn't really have to blink much. She just have to, um, you know blink her eyelashes and, and uh, you know, look pretty. Uh, and um, so with the advent of, you know, nightclubs and uh, sexual permissiveness, it's fairly easy, in fact, it's downright easy for a girl to uh, get into a, a sexual relationship with a masculine type of man. Um, and, you know, you might say, well, there's not that many masculine men around, but... I do believe there are, I do believe there are, uh, and you see them every day. Uh, you see these these men who look like, a, well, they, they look quite awful, frankly. Um, you know, but uh, with all these tattoos and bald heads, you know, they look like they've just come out of prison or something. Um, uh, and ironically, this is a sort of, type of man that a girl finds attractive or some some type of you know some variation of that um you know some sort of a uh, a tall muscular um uh you know cocky bolshy 
um, you know, taking risks and, um, you know, a lot, lot of male friends, um, you know, sort of bullshit male friends. Um, you, you see that in uh, fraternities in the US that girls are sort of attracted to these type of uh, guys like a uh, fly to a flame, <clears throat> a moth to a flame. <clears throat> Um, so really, I'm I'm doing these vlogs to sort of try, I'm not going to say I'm not making derogatory remarks, I am, but at the end of the day, <coughs> my intention is not to be outwardly derogatory, my main intention is to um, save, or not save, but prevent um, good, uh, hard-working men from making the mistake that everybody makes uh, and you know everybody um you know all males make these mistakes really uh, um so really i mean i think um as i've said in many vlogs is, is you know the, the 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 girl can especially without a father figure to um guide her and especially like in the old days a girl would have had a chaperone wherever she went she would have had a chaperone and this was something that uh, society did to protect the girl from um, advances from <coughs> um, men and protect her uh, you know protect her from um, you know being uh, used by sort of several guys several men um, so the chaperone was a real thing not that long ago but we've moved into this sort of a uh, period now where girls can uh, do it and have it all and they can you know have no uh, anybody watching them or telling them what to do they don't they won't have it they won't have anybody uh, telling them what to do um, so you know if your father is a pretty bad bomb deal so I'll sign off and come back with the next section. Yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, the old days there'd be uh, a chaperone and a strong father in the house to guide the girl, uh, you know, and to try and moderate her behaviour. Um, and um, all of that had been swept away. All of those sort of uh, old traditions have been swept away. Um, and so uh, the father now is a very sort of a uh, d demure sort of uh, situation where he is, um, you know, put into sort of a, a box. Uh, you know, don't come out of your box, you know, do as you're told. Um, you know, you're far, far too often you'll see women telling men what to do. Uh, you know, in the house, I tell, you know, this is that the woman knows better than, you know, sometimes, sometimes the woman does know better, but on the whole, um, she sort of uh, comes at things from a childlike mentality. Um, and uh, you know you'll see this sometimes. You know that women do act quite childlike. All of a sudden, off the cuff, they'll do something you know pretty 
childlike, to be honest. Um, you know, often, you know, they sort of clap if they get something that they like. They'll clap like a seal. They clap rapidly, uh, like a seal would do, sort of clap. This is sort of like a little girl saying, I've got something that I want. And so I'm clapping like I used to when I was a little girl. All little behaviours like this, you see. Um, so, you know, I think in the past uh, that, that there was this sort of structure for daughters to um, behave in certain ways and, uh, you know, society was structured that way that, you know, you had to um, preserve the honour of the uh, the girl, the daughter and, and uh, this type of thing. Um, yeah, as I say, all been swept away years and years ago. And the march of feminism uh, has gone to the nth degree now. Um, and so we're in this sort of paradigm of very dangerous territories uh, for young, decent, honourable sort of boys and men um, going to the, you know, going into a situation with a, a female which is downright dangerous on one hand and on, on the other hand, um, from the other sex scale, the spectrum and, you know, you, you can go from day to day um, and there's a sort of uh, emotional, con you know, content to a relationship and, um, you know, she reserves the right to get upset and emotional at things that are quite small uh, and that's going to bring in an element of stress into your life um, uh, you know so we're at this stage now where the the, the human gene pool is a sort of uh, got down to a sort of uh, animalistic level I think um, which it probably always was, but I mean, I think we progressed somewhat, um, but I think we've regressed back to this sort of animalistic behaviour. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, so the, the man, the male, um, you know, the, the, these, these um, popular confident guys, they just let rip, really. Um, when in the past they wouldn't have been allowed to. And uh, it would have been very uh, frowned upon for a man to sort of, uh, you know, be in multiple relationships. It would be very frowned upon. Um, and, you know, so that it all had to be very hidden, you know. Uh, but the opportunities were far, far less, far, far less. There was no such thing as uh, internet or social media. Uh, and all that's done really is um, with the drop of standards um, it's just um, enabled this sort of animalistic behaviour to come to the fore um, so you know this this uh, idea of uh, you know having sex with multiple girls uh, is seen as successful now 
um, and girls, you know, having um, very low opinions of themselves and uh, getting involved with these uh, Chad type guys who uh, are just there to sort of have a quick five minute fling. Um, and honestly, some of the time these girls, that's what they want in their younger years. They just want to have that masculine uh you know input shall we say um you know and they get you know they get sort of a a big buzz a big big buzz you know uh from having sex with a masculine man uh let alone the orgasm as well of course sorry about that um so that's the situation we're at now you know the the um hedonism really um you know the uh the girl being able to sort of travel at a drop of a hat uh, and and you know get into uh you know an on unseen um spot with a man and, and you know basically do as she pleases uh when she pleases she can she can have a uh, multiple men chase her on, on online uh and um so really, to a girl, a man, really, the value of a man isn't very good or very high because of the, um, the endless supply of males that she can have sex with. Um, and so this is the problem that, that you know, girls with this sort of, uh, uh, you know, uncultured uh, or uneducated uh, sort of view of life a childish childish view of life um they go out into the world and and you know, they get involved with somebody who's going to uh perhaps take advantage of her or she may actually want to be with this masculine guy and she may actually uh have have a thrill from um, you know, being being sort of pumped and dumped, um, some sort of, sort of like a sort of thrill that she's been with this masculine guy that she's who's uh, tossed her aside, and they get a sort of some sort of a thrill from it. Um, uh, so you can see how things are degraded so very much, and so if you're a decent, honest, and hardworking man or boy. Um, this is the background, this is the background that you, you're unaware of, really, that uh, there's a very high chance that the girl has had this sort of uh, rather hidden past, um, because of all of these things I've just described, her ability to get away with it and not find find uh, any consequence of it at all. Um, in fact, you know, it'd be lauded, in fact, that she can um, have it all and, and do it all uh, and not worry about settling down. Um, that is at the, the, not at the forefront of her mind. You know, she just wants to have fun. Um which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having fun, but I'm talking about from a male perspective, really. Um, yeah, you know, uh, if you're popular with girls and you can have multiple 
sexual relationships with girls, that's that's great, it's good fun. Um, but what about the rest of us, the rest of the society, you know, it's sort of going to crumble, it's crumbling. Um, and the, the good guys, the nice guys, and, and, you know, the decent and honest guys, they will get possibly into a situation which is da downright dangerous. You know, getting into a situation where the girl has this sort of a, a past that you're unaware of and it might not necessarily show. Um, you know, she might actually come from a, a, a good household on the face of it. Um, you know, you can have a girl that is downright um, in, in the trash can really, which is all you can see the uh, signs of that quite, quite plainly. You can see the red flags in that quite plainly. Um, but sometimes it's not that plain. It's not, it hasn't, you know, if you're not aware, you're going to just fall into this trap or this sort of big, big duty uh, of brown stuff. You're going to you put your foot in this great big uh, lump of uh, dog shit, really, that you, you were unaware you're going to fall in a hole. Uh, it's very difficult, you know, to recover. Oftentimes, very difficult for guys to recover. Um, so even even from you know from on the face of it, she looks a decent sort of girl. Behind the scenes, you don't really know what this girl has been doing um, with this sort of permissive society with the internet, online dating, and all of that. Um, it's very very highly likely that there's been some sort of. Uh, past there that you don't really want to discuss or, or know about. Um, so this is a very, very, very dangerous thing that you, you can't immediately tell. You can't, you know, looking at the girl, she may not have tattoos, she may look decent, she may come from a decent sort of family. Um, but yet, um, she could be downright promiscuous. Um, she could be, um, she may have had relationships, as I say, uh, you're not aware of um, how many relationships she's been in with guys. And, and as I said at the start, she, she only has to flick her eyelids uh, or she only has to stand near a man to get his attention. She doesn't actually have to do anything at all and and um so if these girls they know who they want they can do very simple things they can stand near the guy they can you know maybe look or look over to him once or twice to sort of give him a signal um uh, and you know anywhere where there's sort of um you know, nightclubs, uh, anywhere where you can get away with things without being found out. Um, you know, anywhere, like on holiday, nightclubs, uh, you know, social media. Um, uh, and there was a story this morning I read on the 
in the UK here, there's the tender I've said that they're going to make it a safe environment for women. Uh, and then it said they're, they're against domestic abuse, which I found was a bit odd because they're linking with some, something that happens on Tinder with domestic abuse. Um, so this I suddenly think, well, I'm wondering if the husband or the boyfriend is sort of realising that she's on Tinder uh, and she's sort of flirting with other guys, and so she, so there's this sort of a, a you know, aggression uh, and um, abuse that he sort of feels hurt, jealous, uh, you know, and just wants to strike out at her. Um, now this, I think, goes on in the home. I think. These down, downright dangerous apps, Tinder and all these other dating apps have given uh, males and females this sort of uh, very sort of, I don't know, I don't know, I mean, it's just quite a difficult area really. Um, but, you know, you could say that that person wasn't happy in the relationship anyway, so why are they on Tinder? I suppose you could say that. Um, but, you know, society sort of forces people to stay married and stay in a relationship that's in the interests of the the woman on the whole. You know, she, she likes to keep the relationship going, but there's nothing to stop her doing anything in the background, or the men, for that matter. Um... Um, yeah, so it's a very sort of very poor situation with these this technology, very very poor situation. Um, so yeah, I don't like to talk about other people, but sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes it's necessary to inform people of of the deep do dos and the you know the deep holes that are out there that you might fall in if you're unaware. Uh, like I did, like millions of other men have done, you know, falling into a, a pit or, or a hole. Uh, you've been set up to fall into sometimes. You could think, oh, you know, I've been, I've been set up. Um, it's not a very nice feeling, really. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean... Not nice to talk about people, but there are instances where it's important to talk about situations that you might face to protect your own self. That's what it's about, really. I mean, um, you know, it's basically protection of yourself. That's what it is now, and that's the level it's at now. Um, you know, maybe when I was a teenager, you know, it would be possible to have some resemblance of a relationship. I don't know. Um, but certainly these days, I think it's a, it's pretty impossible, really. Um, uh, and downright dangerous, on the other hand, um, to get with somebody who's already been, you know, uh, damaged in some kind of way and, and, and emotional and... and 
emotionally damaged, let's face it, um, some in some way. Um, so th this is the reason that I do these blogs, is to say that actually there's this sort of uh, look behind the veil that you're not being shown. Look behind the veil uh, of the the very great um, downsides of being being uh, in a relationship or being married these days. I mean, perhaps in the past it was workable, perhaps in the past it was honourable, and perhaps in the past it was doable. I don't know, but um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I think it's very important to sort of highlight there's these dangers that exist under the. Uh, these rocks under the water, uh, and not only that, I think that you know if you if you become in in a relationship, a long term relationship, you know the quite often the situation sort of becomes um, strained, and it be, you know there there will be arguments. Um, it's very difficult to move on and forgive sometimes, you know, to forget and forgive. I wish we, wish we should do, but, you know, the, this sort of stains the relationship, really, these things that happen. Um, and as you go through, there's more and more stains being built up, um, you know, until if you, if you get as far as being married, you're actually, um, you've got these stains uh, building up, perhaps. Uh, and and the the boredom issue really does sort of kick in. Um, I think uh, humans are creatures of of novelty and enjoyment and happiness. And why shouldn't they be really? Um, you know, what? Why shouldn't girls really want to have different partners? I'm not saying it's particularly uh, bad for them in their own little world, but. Uh, it's, it's not a problem for, their, for them in their own little world, but it's a problem for you. If you should uh, get involved with one of these girls um, in a long-term relationship, and you know, I'm not saying it's not um, possible to have a, a friendship and enjoyment and, um, you know, casual, uh, if that's, what you, you know, the way you want to go, um, casual friendships and, and, you know, the odd sexual flirtation and, and, you know, intimacy, that sort of thing is possible. Um, but, but, but even that, um, it could be construed as quite dangerous, which is sad, really. But, um, you know, she could have an STD, for example. Um, you know, she could be... Um, very insistent on wanting to carry on relationship, um, you know, and you know to sort of uh, get involved with all of that drama and emotion. Um, it really is going to sort of uh, bring stress upon you. And at the end of the day, I mean, I think um, people say you need a bit of stress. You know, people do say that you need a bit of stress, which I do. I think you do need a little bit of stress uh, to keep your mind focused. But why? Why get involved with, you know, stress, other stress that isn't necessary? Why, not, Why, you know, there's enough stress going on in, in the workplace or things like that. Why 
you know, take on more um, stress, really. Uh, why not live a happy, um, you know, and, and contented life without the materialism that is sort of forced upon people? Uh, living a minimalistic lifestyle, um, having having friendships, uh, and and not having to earn all of these millions of dollars that people t- keep talking about, um, not earning, not having to push yourself too far to earn money, and, and just uh, living a frugal life, uh, a happy life, uh, one of the sort of uh, you know friendship, uh, uh, and, and you know good friendships perhaps or maybe one or two good friendships uh, and, and you know having um, you know nice uh, you know even it might be on your own even though it might be on your own sometimes you can still enjoy things and this is the problem I think that um, you know there's this sort of thing that says you can't enjoy something if you're on your own which I disagree I disagree uh, you you can and and people just haven't got the confidence to go out on their own. I'm the same. Go to the restaurant on their own. Go to the the, the venue on their own. People just haven't got the confidence to do that because they've told been told that they need to be with other people all the time. Um, and yeah, if you were if you were in a nightclub, you wouldn't have that social. Um, uh, proof, uh, if you're on your own, but it doesn't mean you're not going to enjoy yourself, uh, which is what I did on my own. I went uh, dancing on my own many, many times, probably two, twice in the twice at, at the weekends, or even three times at the weekends, um, and those were the happiest days. Really, looking back, those were the happiest days. So it's it's about trying to sort of cultivate this inner strength uh, to be happy alone and love yourself, uh, which is is just a, such a vital thing. It's more important than almost anything to the, uh, love yourself. Really, nobody teaches you, nobody tells you anything about it, um, and be happy in your own self and do things yourself and go out on your own. Um, you know, just even if it's a simple thing, is what I do. Um, you know, just like some something simple, like go for a coffee, or just go for a drink. You know, and um, just sort of take in the surroundings, take in the landscape, take in the view, and just sort of slowly sort of get used to doing things on your own. And I think you'll find it isn't quite quite a sort of a interesting experience really I found it uh, very much I mean I went on my own uh, I went to Spain and I, I thoroughly it took me a lot a lot to actually go out on my own um, even on my own I didn't want to go out on my own but I forced myself uh, and I had such a lovely time I went to sort of bars and I went into the town centre and I visited these sort of, uh, uh, you know, cathedrals and, you know, historic places, and I really enjoyed myself. I went to these coffee shops I, you know, would never have ever seen or been to, or bars, you know, had experiences that I would never have ever have had 
Um, and this is a sort of world you could tap into, really. Um, if you don't sort of just settle, uh, you know, like if you if you sort of become confident you're on your own and, and confident in yourself, you don't necessarily have to settle. You can be your own man and you can um, duck and dive and dip in one thing and dip in something else. Um, but yeah, ultimately best to have a, a group of friends as well, I think. That's a fair a fair point. Alright, so anyway, as usual, as usual, I hope this helps people out there. I hope, um, you know, something that you've heard today sort of inspires you to, um, you know, understand perhaps about the realities of life a bit more. Um, if you're young, you know, you probably won't have any idea of what I'm talking about. Um, so this is this is the sort of uh, thing is to get these sort of ideas across to young men, um, so that they don't do these things that you know every countless other men have done, and then regretted it. All right, well I'll leave it there and uh, look forward to the next one. Take care, look after yourselves, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.